0: because then we know we need to do what we're being told to do. Or we listen but pretend that we haven't heard. I wonder if you have been in that situation recently, or if you can think back to when you were younger, and your parents were telling you to get off your computer, or whatever people did in those days when you were younger. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's dinner time, come down and stop playing your game. If you've heard that, then you've got an obligation to do something about it. But if you pretend you haven't heard, then you can keep on playing your game. You can keep on doing what you want to do. Sometimes it's easier to switch off from what we're being told to do. But there really is no point in listening unless it's going to follow through into action. The application is inherent in the listening. And that's exactly what that word shema means. Every time we, we read the word hear or listen in the Bible, it doesn't just mean take in what's being said. It means do something about it. And if we are christians and we want to grow in christ then doing what god's word says is not optional it can't just be a mental exercise yeah yeah i've listened i've understood this makes sense i can stand and and explain what it means for the people in the in the time when um, the shema was kind of being, being taught and being said actually they didn't they didn't have this whole culture of you know mental exercises being what they did It was all about the practical. It was all about the doing. We need to trust that what God tells us is the best thing for us, is the right thing to be doing. And with that quiz, if you didn't read it carefully, then then you missed the main point. You might have managed to do something, but actually you didn't necessarily complete it successfully. Not everybody anyway. And I wonder how often do we actually pay attention to what we're doing? God also demonstrates this idea of Shema to us in the way that he listens to us and he hears us. In many of the Psalms, David cries out to God and says, oh Lord, hear my cry. It doesn't, it's not just saying to God, listen to me. God is listening to us. God is hearing us. David is saying, God, hear what I'm saying and act. Do something about the situation that we're in. Again, for the Israelites, when they were in slavery in Egypt, God says, I have heard my people's cries. It's not just sitting there listening to it. God heard and knew what to do and did. He acted. And I think the challenge for us with this verse, as we explore it over these next few weeks, it's something we've maybe heard before. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. We might think that we know what it means. We might think that we're doing it. But are we? love isn't just a warm fuzzy emotion love is action love is is taking what god says to us what god teaches us and doing something about it and we're going to be exploring that over these next few weeks one thing that we'll be doing as well as part of these services is is not just hearing what somebody is saying but actually discussing it together because that's part of us taking what we're hearing and saying how do we turn this into action so we've got a few discussion questions and it'd be great if either with the person sitting next to you or in twos or threes or people front and behind just have a chat through some of these questions and see what you come up with first one's about well who or what tells us what we ought to do in our lives who who are the the kind of authority figures where are the places where we're being told what we need to be doing what kind of things or distractions are there that make it difficult to really listen to what we are being asked to do can you think of any times when you've heard something that God was saying to you? And, and did you obey or did you not? How did you respond when you heard that clear instruction from God? And then there should be enough Bibles around about you to, to grab one and have a look at James chapter 1, 22 to 25, where James talks about putting into practice what we hear from God. And the question there is about how can we practically do this in our day-to-day lives? How can we take what we are hearing and do something about it so we'll have maybe kind of five or ten minutes just to have a chat about that and then and then we'll get a bit of feedback and a bit of sharing what we're thinking about what we are learning does that sound okay yeah so using the questions there turn to the person next to you have a chat you can kind of walk through all four if you want to or pick one or two um, and then we'll hear what people have to say yeah so we've got the, the external voices People saying, and, and, and also what's already inside of us, our values, the, the things that may be formed over the years about who we are and how we choose to act. What kind of things can distract us or make, us, make it difficult for us to listen to what we're being told to do? Busyness. Yeah. Politicians. Politicians. <laughs> yeah. Fear, noise, yeah. social media. children there are lots of different voices already from what we've that first list we came up with a lot of different places we've been told what we should do what we should wear what we should eat how we should look who we should follow who we should obey does anybody have any time anything you want to share about a time that God has been speaking to you and how you responded to that did anybody have a story about that And it's amazing how we how we see god's plan working out as we listen and obey what he's saying to us there's so many stories throughout the bible and so many stories here of people's testimonies of what god has said and what we've done and the way that god has used that and god has acted through that did anyone manage to have a have a look at james what i might do is just just read out those few verses in case you hadn't got to that last part these are a few verses from james chapter one And it says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Those who listen to the word but do not do what it says are like people who look at their faces in a mirror and after looking at themselves, go away and immediately forget what they look like. But those who look intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continue in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. I feel that that kind of sums up actually what we've been saying, lots of the things that you've already shared. (coughs) Did anybody have any thoughts about how how do we practically turn what we've heard into a a, a difference, something that, that makes a change in our everyday lives? Did anybody have any thoughts about hey? I think that that links in what we said earlier about the what makes it difficult to listen is all the noise round about us, and actually the first step is to be able to to clear some of that noise, to have the space and the time to focus on what God is saying to us, whether that's you know when we gather together and like this or when we're reading the Bible or praying or worshipping in us you know on our own or in in small groups, whatever that is. yeah making that time to focus and listening people around about us i think one of the key messages that i got from from that video there that is that this idea of listening and hearing it's it's a two-sided coin it's about it's about hearing what's being said and it's about obeying we have to be able to follow that through we have to be able to do something about what we have heard in order for what we've heard to, to mean anything there's no point in listening and doing nothing about it we're going to be doing, let me just check if that's what we're doing next. It's not, we're doing this a little bit later. There is going to be a very practical thing that I'm going to explain, which is why these boards are here, <clears throat> um, about how we can turn what we are hearing, what we're learning, into something very practical. Before we do that, though, we're going to, we're going to have a time um, of prayer, of bringing to God some of the stuff that might be on our minds or on our hearts. Um, we're going to start by singing Him, Lord for the years. Your love has kept and guided us. It reminds us of God's faithfulness through many years, through our own lives, through the life of this church and our lives uh, together. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a prayer that asks God to hear what's on our hearts. And we're going to, we're going to continue in that, that theme of prayer of bringing before God the stuff that's on our minds, the stuff that's on our hearts, the stuff that we've been thinking about. The stuff that we've been thinking about this morning. And this is one of the ways that actually we can do something about what we are hearing. Bringing it before God. (coughs) Praying about it. And we're going to use our hands to help us to pray. For some people, putting your hands together is a helpful way of of focusing. We're going to use each of the fingers to think about a a different aspect of our lives to focus on. So we'll start with our thumbs. We'll start praying for the people who are closest to us then we'll think about our index finger the pointing finger we'll pray for the people who point us in the right direction those who teach us those who are um who who teach God's word to us then our middle finger, is the tallest finger we'll pray for those who are in authority over us the fourth finger is the weakest finger we'll pray for those who feel weak who feel they need God's help the most And our fifth finger is the smallest finger, a pinky and we'll use that as a reminder of ourselves and our smallness compared to God's greatness and bringing before God the things that we need And I'll leave space as we pray for you to bring before God the things that are on your minds. So coming back to that idea of um, how do we take what we're hearing and do something about it. How do we turn our listening and our hearing into action? And there's a couple of things I want to, to mention. One is just to, to remind those of you who maybe haven't found it that um, on the church website, we have um, Listen Again. So our services and, and the preaching that happens here on a Sunday morning is recorded and is uploaded onto the website. So that actually during the week, you can come back to it. that You can listen again to what has um, has been said and I would encourage you to do that maybe by Tuesday or Wednesday the busyness of life in your week has kind of taken over come back to what we've been thinking about and talking about and uh, and share that with people around about you discuss it challenge each other we're going to have a very specific uh, kind of challenge for each person over these next few weeks and that's what these boards are here for I'm just going to explain how this works and I'll give you an opportunity to um, to do it <clears throat> We're going to use a resource called Shuffle Cards. This is something we've used in the youth group over the past couple of years, I think now. Shuffle Cards are designed for for us to take what we're thinking about and learning and actually um, do something practical during the week that helps to link our faith into our everyday life. Each of these cards here and on this side is a unique card that gives you something that you can do during the week. So, for example, um, one of them here says, draw a response to a Bible passage. There's one that says, um, be radically generous today. Or encourage somebody who has inspired you. They're all very practical ways of, kind of working your faith. Um, it tells you what the kind of challenge is. There's also a Bible verse and a, a prayer associated with it. And what we'd like to do is to give you all the opportunity to take one of these cards home with you. To try and do it during this week. And then next week to come back. And next week there'll be a bundle of post-it notes. And you'll have the opportunity to write down, if you want to, um, what you did and actually what the response was. How, how you found that. And then the space here that will stick the poster notes up next to each one. And then next week, you can take a new card. And you can do that during that week. And um, bring it back the following week. And then the following week, do the same. And then the following week again. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Um, so we've got a few baskets here that have a whole load of cards. We've got about four, I think, of each different card. So you can either look through, if you'd like to, in the next few minutes, come up and have a look at the list on here. If there's one that you think, I'd really like to give this a go, then you can try and find that one. Or you can do as it says in the tin. you can shuffle them and just pick one out. And that is in the challenge for you for this week. Um Feel free to take one, even if you know you'll not be here next week or the week after. We've got plenty, and it's something that you can do. So I'll pass a few, I'll pass a basket around. If you'd like to come up and have a look at what's up the front here, then feel free, feel free to do that just now. Do you to take one and pass it in. And there's another one here. If you're able to bring these these cards back next week, that means that we'll have enough to use over the next few weeks. Yeah, and you, and if, even if you're not going to be here until the end of the month, feel free to still take it and do it. If, if you want to take more than one, because you want one for each week and you'll not be here next week, then also feel free to do that. And the hope, this, the, the hope is this will help us to connect our faith with our everyday life in very practical ways. There's a whole variety of different kinds of challenges and activities. Some are um, kind of creative, some involve going for a walk. Um, this one here says, pray for the people you like the least. Post a Bible verse in a public place. Sit in silence for three, six, and then nine minutes. You might have noticed as well, on, on the back of the car, there's also an extreme challenge. So if you find what's in the front too easy, there's a kind of advanced version. Okay, so hopefully, hopefully we've passed most of them rounds. I'll leave the baskets up at the front um, at the end of the service. So if you would like to come and just find the particular one or read through these and swap them or or like I say take a couple if you want an extra challenge then feel free to do that. We're going to to finish off this part of our service together before we have tea and coffee and more chance to chat and look at the cards. Um, Our final song is To God Be the Glory and it brings us back to um, being reminded of God's glory and of God's power our last song reminds us of God's power and his glory in the middle of whatever it is that we are experiencing whether there's good stuff or bad stuff happening we turn back to God we turn back to praising him and to saying God you are good you are good